Sports fans, it's no secret that working in the front office of a professional sports team is an extremely sought-after job. If your dream is working in sports and a career you love, a master's in sports business from Concordia University, Irvine, can make it happen. Whether as an agent, analyst, in the front office, or as a sports media pro, you can get your degree in less than two years. This program is second to none. Listen to legendary agent Lee Steinberg. You go to Concordia, get the master's. They have a network of people that can help you succeed professionally and the skill set to make sure that you're a major success in sports business. The spring two session starts on March 4th. There are six start times a year and new students get $1,000 off. You want that Concordia diploma on your wall and your life will be a success. College grads, don't wait. Enroll for the March 4th Spring 2 session now at cui.edu slash sports. cui.edu slash sports. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From high school standout to college superstar to college assistant coach to now head coach at Crean Lutheran High School, she is Bianca Zeman, and she joins us now on episode 32 of the Masters in Coaching podcast. Let's go. Well, welcome into episode number 32 of the Masters in Coaching podcast. However you may download this podcast, we suggest the iHeartRadio app. You can also view us now on a new component of the Masters in Coaching podcast. You can see us on YouTube or many other platforms. We are excited to talk to our guest this week. It is episode number 32 of our Masters in Coaching podcast, the co-head coach of the girls basketball team at Korean Lutheran High School, uh, director of strength and performance. She's got a club basketball team going. She was a star at LMU before getting into coaching, not before playing overseas over in the Netherlands. We'll get to that, but a very successful assistant college coach, now a really successful high school basketball coach here in Southern California. Bianca Zeman joins us now here on the Masters in Coaching podcast. Bianca, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Wow, you know everything about me. I'm smiling. <laughs> I usually don't share my uh, my long, lengthy resume, but um, no, I'm so blessed to be on. Um, thank you for having me. Well, we heard in your voice, uh, a little froggy voice, but that means that means basketball season is here and you're back coaching. How is the start of the season going? And how great is it, I guess, just to have somewhat of a normal season with fans back inside gyms here in Southern California. Talk about uh, where you guys are at right now as we head into Thanksgiving. Well, we're we're definitely blessed. And um, our whole staff and even our, our program, we're just happy everyone can play. Yeah. Number one, thank you to God for that. Um, we didn't start off the season as, as expected. We didn't have an issue with COVID last year for whatever reason. We didn't have to uh, sit out. None of our kids got sick. But we started the season this year with that uh, mm-hmm. COVID exposure. So a um, little bit of that disturbing start and I feel bad for our seniors in particular but we actually had to sit out four kids which means we had to sit out the whole week so we missed our Bonita game on Monday our home opener last week and our modern day game on Saturday so with that you know with comes adversity we just believe that um, we have the Holy Spirit to get us through everything and God willing we had a tough 
tough game this Monday um, in a very a very good Redondo tournament. So there's two divisions. We're in the, um, I forget the gold division, but man, we're playing some very talented teams. We lost to Santa, uh, Santa Monica by uh, four, actually three in the final seconds um, without two starters and our best defender. So I'm proud of our kids, freshmen, um, captains stepping up and, um, you know, leading the way. So despite the loss, I, I can't discount their effort. It was awesome. And then we came back strong on Tuesday night. We beat um, Lusinger, who's in our section, oh, yeah. uh, 2AA. We beat them by 22 points. But besides that, what I'm seeing is, um, you know, something that I was told a couple of weeks ago through adversity, what are we going to be the carrot? Are we going to be the egg? Are we going to be the coffee bean? Meaning whatever it is, the coffee is going to melt into um, that hot water, which would be the adversity. And I, I just saw that happen with these girls last night. They stuck with it. There's ebbs and flows in the game and they never gave up and, and we were hitting shots and it just was a great win overall to start our season off. Our first one was last night. Oh, that is awesome. Looking forward to a, a big season. I know you guys had a, a deep run in the CIF playoffs last year. All right, let's go back to your playing days at Edison High School. Uh, you get a scholarship and you go to LMU. You're a captain for two years. Uh, you help take the team to the NCAA tournament. You help win the West Coast Conference uh, Championship regular season and tournament championship. Um, basketball, always something you were involved in growing up, a, a big passion of your life, I assume. So you're, you're still involved. Yeah, I would say, you know, we have great parents. I have to give it to my mom and my dad. They really did a good job of, of uh, coaching Ray and I up. They were our first coaches in all of our sports. We were cross country. Actually, we were ballerinas first for four years from four to eight. And then we got into cross country and we were most, you dig a little deeper. We were heptathletes. Wow. Um, so we were in seven different events. So I think that really helped us have kind of a balance. We actually didn't start basketball until our track coach approached us and said, Hey, you should probably try basketball. So at age nine, we kind of got in the, the mix of it. Um, but I would say my first love and my, as well as Rachel's first love was track. Okay. And if you know a little bit about track, um, high jump, long jump, shot put, you know, the running events, I think that really helped us with basketball. And then we fell in love with basketball, probably more so our sophomore year at Edison high school. And then we saw that, wow, we may have an opportunity um, to get a scholarship. Never was that our extrinsic want. We just loved the game and loved track. And we worked hard like every other kid in America. And um, we were blessed with that full ride scholarship um, from Julie Wilhoyt at that time, Lynn Flanagan, Tammy Atkins. And um, really cool to say, but Julie Brazi, but now Hairgrove, she's still the assistant coach at the um, Mercury, who's coached Diana for the past, you know, how many years. Mm -hmm. um, so we've had some really good mentors and coaches that were very blessed to kind of lead us into where we're at today and coaching at the high school level. Now, you were a player very successful in, co in college. Then you go overseas mm -hmm. to the Netherlands and play over there. What was that experience like? It was a lot of fun, but I may not look old, but there was no, like, I didn't have a phone, no internet. It was shocking for me. You know, SoCal girl leaving home, leaving her sister for the first time. I'm not having uh, access to be able to talk to my parents and friends wow. frequently. I think we had Skype, but it was like dial up every now and then it would work. <laughs> so I think it was a good um, 
for me, good growing period for yeah. to be my own person. So, you know, it was always the twins. So mm -hmm. I really grew into my role. I am no different than at LMU. I was the point guard. Um, I was blessed with being a leader on that team and we were very successful, but the bummer for me is, you know, we, we, I think we made um, the semifinals and uh, the semifinals for the cup. And then there was another semifinals for uh, the Dutch, um, uh, I guess their tournament, their final tournament. We didn't make it to the finals, but it was, it was fun being and participating in that. Um, but I would say I really wanted another year. Um, I just love the game so much. But it was then and there that I kind of got the first hint of actually coaching. Really? I helped coach a U, I think it was 15 team. And I was like, wow, this is a lot of fun. And um, I, that, that kind of stuck in my heart. And I, when I came back home, um, I made that big decision to jump into high school coaching at Edison High School for a year. Coaching Bonnie, Bonnie Samuelson, who went on to play at Stanford, playing and coaching um, with Dan Wiley. Why I say playing, because Dan Wiley at the time was the head coach, but he also coached me when I was like, like 10 or 11 years old. Wow. So I got a really good hint of like very quality, good high school team. But I got that itch to uh, coach the college level and then history from there repeats uh, six seasons at four different universities. Talk a little bit about that and going to the college level, because you were at different levels collegiately uh ended in santa clara you were at lmu uh, southern utah which is a beautiful campus by the way nice. i made that drive up to salt lake city yep. from la last summer and i was amazed at how beautiful that area is uh and that campus and that little city there i think it's cedar city um yep. that little area but and also at oregon for two seasons different levels of division one basketball what was that like and, and what is it what is the life like of an assistant basketball coach at that collegiate level because men and women do you see a lot of turnover you see a lot of moving around hopscotching around different schools in that in to the hopscotching you're right that's the part of the nature of the business mm -hmm. um if it's no different than like in law enforcement you're going to be getting a call that's not good and it's pretty much not good all the time so i think it's the nature of the business if you can stick and stay it's a blessing but i went into it knowing that um, uh, again, I had some great mentors that still were my college coaches. Lynn Flanagan told me, Hey, if you get into this, just be prepared. But I was so blessed. I mean, I, I coached under my first two seasons with J.R. Payne, Toriano Tans, who came from a long lineage of Kelly Graves. She played for Kelly Graves at St. Mary's. She coached with Kelly Graves at Gonzaga, and now he's at Oregon. Um, so the, the basketball world's very small, but I felt like I got a really good core understanding of this is how you coach at this level. These are the expectations. And I was willing and hungry to work from the bottom up. I, it didn't matter if I needed a mop before. You know, I told JR when she hired me, I was, whatever you need. If I want to be the dobo, if you need me to be dodo, I'll do it, director of operations. Uh, but I was blessed to be an assistant, which made me, challenged me really, really quickly to actually coach these kids up. And um, with that, I had to make a tough decision. After my second year, I told them, hey, if something opens up LMU, that was my dream to go back to coaching at the place that I thought gave me so much. Yeah. And I wanted to give back. Very hard to leave a, a, a Toriano and JR because that's like family to me. Backstory with that, they actually recruited Rachel and I oh, wow. when we were in high school. So again, the, the coaching world's so small. You can't burn bridges. You should never, but respect and represent everywhere. But I, I can't, I cannot not say this. I'm so blessed to have that first opportunity with them. And then it uh, catapulted me to, to coach at LMU. Unfortunately, uh, my head coach there resigned, which then, you know, you're trying to figure out what's next. Yeah. And um, again, basketball world small at that time, Paul Westhead was going on his 
uh, a third year, excuse me, fourth year. And I knew I had two years with him. There was talks, you know, he may, may not stay. He may have to, you know, move on. I, I didn't, it didn't matter to me because I wanted um, to, I really wanted to learn under a great. He still, I think, still owns the Guinness Book of World Record where the only coach to have a WNBA and NBA title. I think that's still his. But besides that, I knew he was a good teacher. So I wanted to learn his philosophy you know, the system, Guru of Go, I wanted to understand his terminology of why he was so successful, that transition offense, which is we use that now and mm-hmm. at, at our high school. So, um, but yeah, if you have a question on the Oregon trip, I would say Pac-12 in mid-major, I w- they both are equally important, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not necessarily a different kid. I'd say, um, you know, you just have the more of the opportunity to get the higher five star because of everything else that those schools have. Yeah. And it really does boil down to um, their facilities and the amount of support they have. Yeah. And now you're seeing these mid-major schools step it up where they're competing. And one of them is Gonzaga. They're still mm-hmm. competing at the very high level. And that's still considered a mid-major. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to say, you know, Trump one over the other. My both all my experiences, mid-major, high level we're all fantastic. And I was very, and very blessed. And Alex actually gave me the mindset that I have today of understanding and speaking to my kids of, Hey, this is what to expect, but you guys have to go out there knowing that wherever you're going to play, you're going to give your very best. Don't overshadow a PAC 12 coach talking to you or a NAIA or a JUCO. Everyone is our great coaches. It's a matter of the fit for you personally. So that'd be my philosophy on that. You brought up something a couple of times, and I'm glad you did. I want to touch on it with you. You talked about how small the coaching community is, and, and mm-hmm. I don't think people realize that. And 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 I work with UCLA basketball doing the pre and post game shows uh, for the last few years, and you, you see assistant coaches that are on staff at UCLA, whether it was for Steve Alford or, or Mick Cronin or before that, Ben Hallen. And they come back and they're at different programs. Maybe they're at Santa Clara now. Uh, they were an assistant under Steve Alford. And now they're back uh, on the West Coast. The coaching community, women's and men's basketball, at all levels of the college level, I don't think people realize that, do they, Bianca? How, how small that community is. And, and for those watching and those listening, uh, whatever, whatever you get into an administration or, or, or coaching at whatever level, don't burn bridges. That's the biggest thing we can learn because you never know who that, that director of operations or the, the third assistant coach is going to be a head coach someday and your paths are going to cross, no doubt. One And 100% agree. And, and I think for, for Coach Rachel and I is that Jesus Christ is Lord for us. So if we really walk and want to walk the path that he walked, you know, we're not going to be perfect, but if we can really understand that his number one commandment is for us to love everyone, then we need to have an understanding that there's going to be some, you know, differences and, um, you know, different philosophies, but you have to really humble yourself to realize that, you know, that's a learning experience, whether it's a good or bad. And um, we, we come in the mindset of everyone is working hard. Everyone wants to be the best. So if we really just have that humble moment of respecting and representing everyone's philosophies and, and beliefs, whatever that may be, I really believe you'll be successful in any line of business because the Nike world's small. I worked for the Nike way back when I was a high school assistant. You know, if you knew, you know, the Nike so-and-so, then that person knows this person. So, you know, I just believe if you have the philosophies and commandments that Jesus gave us, you're going to be successful no matter what in life. And, um, and, you know, we try to explain it to our girls because on the court, off the court, everyone's watching you. 
right? But the number one person who's watching you every day is God. And that's not to scare you. That's not that you to be fearful in that. That's to encourage you that he has your back, but we also need to make good decisions. You know, speak truthfully out of our mouth. You know, if we have nothing good to say, then we probably shouldn't say it at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the basketball world's small. I encourage everyone to understand that, but also know that, um, also give their understanding that coaches are human beings and make mistakes. We, we're not walking, you know, as if we know everything. At least I am not. That's why I try to get out there and see different practices, you know, learn from my predecessors, learn from those that know more than me, hire those that um, that can help me and learn and grow. But yes, the basketball world's small, um, but, um, you know, walk in faith, knowing that treat other what everyone with respect. I think that goes a long way and kindness and love. So. Bianca Zeman is our guest here on episode 32 of the Masters in Coaching podcast, co-head women's basketball coach at Kring Lutheran High School, longtime assistant coach. You also have a club team, I believe, now down in the Orange County area. You and your sister are coaching. Uh, we'll get into that in just a second. Um, but uh, the, the coaching world, um, who are some of your most influential people that you lean on that you still reflect back on maybe that things they taught you uh or not just coaching life lessons some of the people that were your mentors uh, getting to where you're at right now and it would be number one Lynn Flanagan um I she was our guard coach at LMU and um I would say she's never 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 left our side and why I say that is that you know you some coaches you get along with some you don't um, as a player and she was gave us tough love but the moment that we ended college is no different she's consistent the moment I got into co uh, college coaching is it was consistent mm -hmm. and um, you know even at the Redondo tournament she was I think an assistant there for over 10 years after we've all left the program I actually coached with her a year at LMU you know I saw her, her yesterday and it's the same thing she's supporting us in the stands you know and I go to her first I think with almost everything that, you know, that we may need. And then I still keep in contact with actually our high school coach at Edison, Dave oh, wow. White. Um, he's still the football coach, actually took a little sabbatical. Uh, but, you know, I, I check in with him um, more so as support. I'm hoping he can come out to game. Um, and then after that, a lot of high school coaches. I, I have a lot of high respect for high school coaches in the area. You know, um, you know, I can name a bunch of names. I don't want to name them all. Cause I think that they're going to text me saying, why not me? But I would say, <laughs> you know, if I have a question, yeah. there's, there's a handful that just from the moment that I took over th three years ago, when um, coach Ray was the assistant coach, then she became the co-head coach. Uh, they still, I'll just tell you it's San Juan Hills, Paul Edwards. He's just been fantastic. You know, I look out for him. He looks out for me, JP um, that was at El Segundo, same thing. Um, you know, he's now, but with shoot 360 and doing a phenomenal job. Um, so I'd say high school coaches and then Lynn Flanagan would, would be the top, top three. And um, if I have any really good questions, I'll try to reach out to JR Payne and Toronto towns, but I know that they're always busy. And, um, I, and I remember, I remember being in their shoes. It's hard to get a hold of them along with that Shindrika Lee, who's also their assistant. Um, but as of right now, a lot of our, you know, where we're going, um, I'm really blessed with my uh, coach Ray. She's a very, offensive mindset um i think we have an advantage being twins you know she's she's the opposite of me i'm defensive mindset she's offensive mindset <laughs> when we come together it's really great sometimes it's yeah. sometimes we have to close the door and have a really hard discussion <laughs> about what we're going to do but um we're always you know online talking to coaches trying to learn and um gain as much understanding of how to get our kids better for the next game 
So. All right, let's talk about what you're doing with Concordia University, Irvine, because uh, you went to LMU, you played basketball, but you also got your bachelor's degree from there and, and were able to walk with that diploma uh, and move on with your career in coaching and after playing overseas. But you've made the decision to go back and pursue that master's, not just one master's, but two master's degrees that you're working on at Concordia University, Irvine. Uh, where are you at right now and, and why? Why did you decide at, at, at that point in your life I need to go back to school. I got to ha have these master's degrees. Well, I'm going to admit my fault first. So I actually started um, at Southern Utah. Um, the Masters of Strength, Conditioning and Performance is a great program. In fact, um, the young man at the time that was there, he's now the, I believe, uh, Coach Bishop is at um, Houston. He's their uh, lead strength coach. And I was in classes with him. He's awesome. But I actually stopped my master's program when I pursued LMU okay. uh, for various reasons. I didn't think I could pursue it and continue um, the classes because I couldn't show up, mm -hmm. um, you know, go back and forth to Utah. Yeah. But I also knew that um, at some point I'd get back to it. So Unchu um, Kim at um, Korean Lutheran High School, our VP, said, hey, you know, we see that you, you, love, you have a want to learn more I go yeah I do I want to learn more shows have you looked into CUI it was actually our vice principal and um it was during COVID so she's like you have some time why don't you get after this so I said okay let's go for it and I started the coachings of the athletic administration so our AD went through it our head our head football coach went through it. I think he was one of the first oh, wow. uh, coach Curtis and so there's a long list of um, coaches that have gone through it um, and now I see a couple more have added to that list at Korean Lutheran. So it's kind of a common knowledge at our school that, you know, you know they offer some education on the, that program, mm -hmm. but also help pay for some credits, which is, you know, a bonus. Absolutely. But I, I saw the um, ad admin portion and, you know, I always want to set myself up for success, but I also want to learn more. Yeah. And um, the athletic um, coaching at administration, you know, who knows where life brings me when I'm 50. Yeah. So I could definitely see myself as a, um, you know, an AD at that point. I don't know when I'll hang those complete coaching <laughs> shoes up, but I want that to have that as a back, a backbone. Uh, but also I was curious to know more about it, you know, the ins and outs of it. So the, the program with that's been phenomenal. Hands down, I've learned more in the leadership, the ethics, research methods class, um, the strength and conditioning class I took. I just finished the sport technology I mean, it's even if you had no aspiration of being an AD as a coach, I highly recommend it. You really are putting more, I call it a tool belt, more tools on your tool belt. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. And if we expect our kids to learn, I have an expectation that I need to learn and continue to learn lifelong learning. But of course, you know, my parents will say this. You always want, you know, one step more than uh, your sister. I'm like, well, we are competitive. So she has a master's in something similar, athletic sport performance okay. out of central Washington. Well, technically after I get the exercise science portion, I'll have one, I'll have one full master's more than her. So <laughs> I'll be the head honcho in the family. No, just kidding. Because I'm the younger twin. I'm like, it's the joke in the family, but no, the, honestly, it was a great offer where I just have to take about four more unit, four more classes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm definitely all in with that. So I love it. It's been great. That is awesome. Not just one, but two master's degrees yeah. working on at Concordia University, Irvine. Uh, Bianca, talk about what you and your sister are doing uh, outside of Kringen Lutheran, because you guys are, are developing basketball players outside of the high school. Uh, I, I guess at the, at the club level, is that the best way to describe it? 
we were, and it was not, a little backstory. We had no aspirations of starting our own club, but you know, Ephesians three twenty is our Bible verse. You never know, you know, God within you, you could, he brings up things in your life that you had never idea of that was come up, that would come up and would lead you to a different path. Yeah. So after the Kobe Bryant incident, um, uh, I have to give credit to uh, Sammy Dowsett. Uh, she was coaching the two uh, lower level teams and Christina Mauser was a player. Uh, we co- we played with Christina um, Patterson at the time. Uh, we were freshmen. She was seniors. Probably the, hands down one of the most fun, high energy, active, awesome leaders that I've ever played with. And her daughter was on the lower uh, Mamba team. So when that happened, you know, we reached out. We really wanted to help support as best as we can, but we didn't have a, a club program at that time. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, as we progressed through April, Sammy Dowsett out of OCC, who coached um, those two teams, heard that we were looking to help. And I got to give it to her. She trusted in us. Um, and we took in those two pro teams. Teams at that time were, I think, a fifth, sixth, and then a seventh. And then they de- developed into the eighth grade team that summer. And then we had a sixth, seventh grade team. So based off of that, word caught wind that the twins <laughs> were starting a program. And um, uh, then we had, you know, second graders, third graders, fourth graders showed up wow. and we we're just like, wow, God, this is so awesome. Uh, we have a, we have a heart for, you know, this ministry. And now we have a program uh, flames basketball program. The name of it came from our first championship team that my dad coached. So we actually um, are representing my dad who just gave his heart and soul to Rachel and I working two jobs. We have our, our own, gym as well body technology and my mom was like the glue of all of it but but we wanted to give the name some meaning and we we, we named it after my dad's first team that he coached awesome. us our championship team so right now we're sitting with a um second through fourth team um we have second literally second third and fourth graders on one team and then we have a fifth sixth and then a sixth grade team wow and we're just, you know, every year is a different year. So right now we have a, a lot of young kids and we are loving it. We're actually so blessed to be able to teach them the fundamentals to get getting prepared for whatever high school that they want to play for. We're not, I wouldn't say it was a feeder program. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we tell all the parents, we want the girls to go to the best fit. Sure. And that's what happened with our eighth graders. We have some at uh, Corona de Mar, um, some at Modern Day, some at J. Sarah. We were blessed with a few that came to Korean Lutheran, but we really want the girls to go to their best fit where the family sees the best fit. And if it's at a Korean, awesome. If not, we're going to support them no matter where they go, sit in the stands and cheer them on and take pictures after being blessed that we were at the chance to coach them. So that's Flames Basketball Club. Um, We have three teams right now. That is awesome. Bianca, thank you so much uh, for joining us here on the Masters and Coaching Podcast. Uh, you have an unbelievable thing going on right now. You and your sister are doing great work. Uh, your, your, your story to what you get here is hopefully going to be inspirational for other coaches out there, people who are looking to get into coaching or hopefully learning a little bit more about what it's like uh, to be a coach at the collegiate level, at the high school level, how to get into it, uh, the grind that it is, and, and to see how successful you have become. Um, it, it is awesome. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it and continued success. Thank you very much. And I have to say thank you to Ken in my sports technology class for giving me this opportunity and then for you guys seeing it be a great fit. And God bless all the coaches, you know, staff members, everyone that's involved with athletics. Let's continue to encourage these kids, athlete first mentality, be the best mentors we can in the name of Jesus. And you guys have a great Thanksgiving as well. 
Wow, my thanks to Bianca Zeman. What a great story from college standout at LMU to playing overseas professionally, bounced around as an assistant coach at Southern Utah, LMU, Santa Clara, Oregon. Now her and her twin sister, co-head coaches, their third season at Green Lutheran down in Orange County, doing big things in the community as well, coaching club basketball with the Flames Basketball Club. My thanks to Bianca. And again, for more information about Concordia University, Irvine's Masters in Coaching and Athletics Administration program, go to cui.edu slash coaching. Bianca's going after two master's degrees. If she can do it, you could do it. She's doing two of them as we speak. You can complete it 100% online, face-to-face, or Concordia University, Irvine's master's program offers a unique blend of both in-person and online education. Thousands of coaches and athletic administrators are going through the program and have gone through the program, affecting positive change across this great country. CUI.edu slash coaching, CUI.edu slash coaching. You still have a little time left to sign up for the winter quarter or look ahead to the spring session as well. They have a $1,000 scholarship offer for first-time students to sign up. Concordia University, Irvine's Masters in Coaching and Athletics Administration program. CUI.edu slash coaching. Until next time, Tim Cates saying so long, everybody. Sports fans, it's no secret that working in the front office of a professional sports team is an extremely sought-after job. If your dream is working in sports and a career you love, a master's in sports business from Concordia University, Irvine, can make it happen. Whether as an agent, analyst, in the front office, or as a sports media pro, you can get your degree in less than two years. This program is second to none. Listen to legendary agent Lee Steinberg. You go to Concordia, get the master's. They have a network of people that can help you succeed professionally and the skill set to make sure that you're a major success in sports business. The spring two session starts on March 4th. There are six start times a year and new students get $1,000 off. You want that Concordia diploma on your wall and your life will be a success. College grads, don't wait. Enroll for the March 4th Spring 2 session now at cui.edu slash sports, cui.edu slash sports. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.